we're off. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> back to another episode of doing the things, seeing the things, talking about the things, mm-hmm. observe and report. Uh, number six, according to my notes. Numero six, numero six. To be fair, I don't take great notes. <laughs> so that um, numbers are not my forte. You could very so that well could be, a lie. be wrong. <laughs> and it's on record forever that oh, cool. we can't count. <laughs> <laughs> you want to start? Yeah, sure. Is, are those your notes? I told you. Jason. I kept terrible, terrible oh, notes. You this barely time. kept any. I keep it all up here, right? In the steel oh. trap. <laughs> all right. That's where I keep the thoughts, the knowledge, the memories. And it is a rusty No trap. one can see you. It You're is... pointing to your thigh. It's weird. <laughs> it's real weird. But all Just right. like Robocop, I keep it all in the thigh. All right. That's where all the magic happens. I hit myself in the face. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, let's go with your skimpy notes first. Okay. First things first. Mm-hmm. I've been watching a lot of The Strain on hulu what season is that on now it's currently in its fourth but there are only three wow. seasons available on hulu right now okay um it i started off thinking like okay this will be okay i started watching it for the recommendation of a friend um and i just seen the shape of water which was a oh yeah del toro joint mm-hmm. and so is this this is a his he's an executive producer on it um and i started watching it um and there are a couple of questions i had about the show mm-hmm. uh first off cory stoll is the star of it uh cory stoll from house <gasps> oh, of cards nice. the main does he have Ant-Man. hair in this he did and that threw me the f off of because course. that is not his hair that is a man who could pull off a bald head very well it was amazing wig work because they do the job of like this man is balding but he ain't bald is what they try to present with that wig and it threw me off so much. It made me mad every time I saw it, but also curious. I'm like, this is so, it's such a good wig, but I know he doesn't have hair. And the thing is, is his, not, is his go-to look everyday life? His go-to is look bald. is just fully shaven bald. Yeah. Ugh, I love it. Um, but what threw me off is that the show started around the same time House of Cards did. Okay. So it's like, he's a prominent character on this, but this it, on House of Cards, but right. on the strain, it's his show. Like he's oh. the main actor in it. Okay. Um, and it starts off pretty interestingly. Um, I, I watched the first episode when it came out because mm-hmm. I remember being excited, but it was too intense for me and I got scared and I stopped watching it. It is intense. I, I like the way that it treats... Um, it's bloodier than I thought it would be too. Yes. I don't know why it's called The Strain. So It's on whatever. FX. It is pretty gory and bloody for like yeah. you know a cable network show. But FX likes to push the limits a bit there. They got so pushy with the limits they had to go to FXX. Yeah. All right. Double extreme. <laughs> Um, the X doesn't stand for extreme, but it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think like it definitely does walk on the same path as The Walking Dead, as oh, far okay. as being like kind of gritty, um, and visceral with like its uh, its gore and all yeah. that stuff. And the makeup work is really well done. It's like, oh yeah, I definitely see the Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro touches on this. Of okay. like, you know, the makeup is very good. Like, you know, the attention to detail is really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, One character has eyes in his hands. Yes, per, per you know, eyes in his hands to terrify you while you sleep. <laughs> um, no, the um, the characters in it are pretty solid at first. Mm-hmm. Like you don't, to me, I didn't feel like too much of an attachment to them. Mm-hmm. But I think what it tries to present, which I think is the thing that's very present in a lot of uh, Del Toro's stuff, is like, hey, there's a secret world under the world that you didn't even know about. Like there's so much happening on the surface, you just even you don't even no man like that's (laughs) i think a big thing in this show okay uh and the base the base of the show is like is approaching vampirism as from three different aspects oh i didn't know that's what it was kind of yeah 
Interesting. Like, Corey Stoll's character is looking at it from, like, a medical perspective. Like, this mm-hmm. is a disease, all right? Oh, we have to, okay. We have to treat it like it's a disease. We have to attack it like, you know, it's a virus. And we have to affect it in that way. There's another character who's, like, an old-school vampire hunter. Like, no, this, th- these are vampires. You hunt them. You take the master out. The rest of them fall. Wait, and he is a vampire? He's not a vampire. He's oh. a vampire hunter. Oh. Um, well, he was, like, a uh, interred in a concentration camp in Poland. Oh, no. Like, he first encountered vampires there. Oh. Like, when he got released from there, like, he spent the rest of his life fighting them throughout Europe, came to America. So he's got to be a billion years old. They explain that later on. He's in his early 90s, but he looks like he's only, like, you know, in his mid-60s or something Why? like that. Oh, he's, Why? spoilers, he uh, has been taking a serum derived from vampire blood to allow himself to live longer. <gasps> he's becoming what he hunts. He's using their tools da, to da, aid da. him. But, furthermore, there, there are things. And also, there's another character who approaches it from the sense of, well, he's an exterminator. So, this, this is vermin. This is, this, this is vermin. You lock down what you have and expand outwards. Hmm. And there's another character um, who's like a politician. Mm-hmm. And her whole thing is like, well, this is like, you know, a crisis. This is a war. So I like the four different looks at the one problem. Is, um, I just forgot whatever question I was going to ask because I saw some <laughs> random photo thing on your wall and it became very What distracting. was the photo that you saw? It's a painting of a group of seven people. It's a photo. Is what That's that a photo? Is. Yes. My vision is bad. <laughs> oh boy. And I can't count. <laughs> this is a, that's a rough day. You've established our inability to count because we're not sure this is a sixth episode or not. Okay. Um, yep. Completely forgot my question. Cool. Continue. <laughs> but that being said, at first I was like, yeah, I was like, this show is like pretty good. And mm-hmm. then devouring the show i'm on the third season now okay how many uh, eps per season about 12 episodes per season okay um in third season now and i'm like i really do care about the characters in the show and like nice. when people die on the show it does feel significant mm-hmm. um it's and there were characters that show up there that you don't like oh wow i haven't seen this person oh oh i didn't know you were in this like um sean astin's in it no way uh That's very cool. prominently um who else is there? Uh, forget. I feel stupid for not knowing his name. I should have written it down. But the uh, <laughs> the dad in Jumanji. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The nineteen ninety five. Dad slash also Hunter Simulus. Yes. yes. Um, he plays a main character in it as That's well. That's cool. Um, there are several people that show up, and it's just like, wow, I didn't know you were in this. Um, and it's weird because it, this show kind of flies under the radar. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, was, I'm surprised it. <laughs> has four seasons surprising yeah. right it's been going on for about four years now i think it does it hangs out in the same house as the walking dead just a okay. different room gotcha um where in which characters can go at any moment everyone is up for grabs as far as like you know getting taken down um is there bone breaking there's a lot worse than bone breaking happening oh, in this no. there's a lot of like face sucking but like oh. i said before about del toro and this will relate to something else that i watched there are a lot of ideas in this. It's like, well, I didn't get all my ideas out in Blade 2, so uh, I'm putting them all into this. Okay. So they're very much like, from the look of the vampires, so like, you know, what he presented in Blade 2, it's like, oh, wow, this is very much along the lines of what you were doing here. So you can see, like, you know, he had a lot of ideas for Blade that he didn't get to follow on to the next one because he didn't come back for the next one. He went on to Hellboy after that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a cool show. Um, I recommend it. Um, I would want to watch it, but I'd end up having to mute it and like look away for probably the vast, some, the vast majority of it. There's some gross bits in it. Yeah, some gross bits. Okay. Um, 
But yeah, and also it all happens in New York. It's like filmed on location in New York, oh, which no is like way. expensive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you recognize a lot of landmarks. They do like little blips at the bottom of like they're at this location right now, and they are at that location. Or that's like really cool. Or like two blocks away from that location. Like oh yeah, that's like right down the street from where they said they were. Like wow. yeah, okay, cool. Like they, that's I think impressive. that is an attention to detail on the show, which is impressive and mm-hmm. nice to see. Cool. Um, but yeah, that's one thing that I watched. What, what have you been looking at? Um, I finally uh, watched Thoroughgood. Because it was finally rentable on iTunes. Okay. Um, it was good. All right. Pretty much what I expected. Um, although, two people who were in it who I didn't expect was Kate Hudson. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Under the radar there. Okay. Right. And then um, the guy who was the farmer in Babe. Oh, James Cromwell. Sure. <laughs> yeah. That guy. Um, but it was good. Um, the costumes were very pretty. Where did the movie take place? Bridgeport, Connecticut. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Chad McBoseman was great. The whole cast was good. Um, and this is oh. Chad McBoseman again playing I a significant know. historical figure. I know. It's cool. Hey, everyone's got to work and that's awesome. But he's not the only person that can play a historical, important black man. I know. <laughs> he was <laughs> he's great at he's all, i imagine he was like, awesome his character is very like charming and confident which he seems like he is he seems like he is mm. um but there's a line in it that made me cry oh wow okay um his character is like the constitution was not written for us i.e minorities and whatnot and i was mm-hmm. just like oh, that's a solid point and i just <laughs> fell apart a little bit on the couch but it was, it was good. Well, I enjoyed awesome. it. Awesome. But like, did him and like Josh Gad play off each other very well? Yeah, I enjoyed their relationship. Was good. Okay. Josh Gad was uh, Josh Gad. Okay. So he's just very funny and put upon and okay. whatnot. Um, and he's uh, this is somewhat unusual in that he's very reluctant to help with this case because he knows he's got his own, own law firm and he doesn't. He realizes that it's going to completely. Um, ostracize him from the community of defending a black guy okay. in this case um so it wasn't just like a white hero you know mm-hmm. um so that was interesting i'm assuming that was true but um but yeah it was good okay yeah um i also did i watch anything else oh uh the end of the fucking world on netflix oh okay i started watching some of that okay I did not finish it yet. How far into it did you get? I got maybe about uh, four or five episodes in. I mean, there's only eight episodes. Right. I should have just toughed it out. And not, <laughs> not that I had to. <laughs> I just had things to do. Because they're only 20 minutes long, which is nice. Okay. So it goes by pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. I definitely watched the whole thing in one afternoon. You definitely can, yeah. Um, And I was surprised because I do not like youths. <laughs> and I don't care for their problems. I hate the young. I hate I what do. they represent. No, yeah. that's... I, I can understand where you're coming from. There was a point in my life where I thought, I can't watch movies based in high school or based around teenagers because I'm a man and <laughs> I, those problems don't relate to me anymore. I thought this was when I was 18, by the way. <laughs> I, was such a, I was such a dumb child. Yeah. But no, like I, in watching it for me at least, so there were things like, oh yeah, I can see, like, I can relate to that. But how did you feel yeah, as, as far I, as like, these youth's problems? I liked it a lot because it's not the typical dumb shit uh-huh. like oh is he gonna ask me to prom right like, you know just whatever. Like dealing with some darker shit yeah it was um 
and like real relationships that are tricky and families and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and the two actors are great. The two main kids. Mm-hmm. The um, premise being like, you know, this kid that thinks he's like a psychopath mm-hmm. and comes to find out pretty quickly. Nope. I have feelings. <laughs> I have a lot of feelings about a lot of things. Yeah. And this girl that's like a bit of a rebel yeah. and like, you know, has like problems with authorities and her parents and whatnot. And them kind of like bonding, bonding yeah. and running off together and mistakenly committing crimes together and kind of being seemingly the only people who understand each other right despite being pretty different from each other yeah um but their chemistry was great and yeah i ended up liking it more than i thought i would okay it was it was good i don't know if they're making an i'm assuming they're not making another season of it because it it seems like a one and done kind of thing um i don't know if well the thing with netflix i don't understand sometimes I'm not sure if it was made for Netflix or if it was something where like they acquired the rights. And, yeah, yeah, they just call it a Netflix original, which, which I don't know done. how they're allowed to do that. <laughs> it feels like they just put plot that stamp on there. And everyone's like, "Oh, this is impressive." Well, you can call it a Netflix exclusive. That, that feels that you know appropriate as opposed yeah. to like an original. Like, but even then, it wouldn't be exclusive because it's all probably already played on some other. I mean, if they kill the rights for anyone else to show it, oh yeah, and they they have the exclusive on it, yeah, but. Yeah, it's a real specious yeah. term of like, what do you mean by original? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're using it very broadly. Um, what else did you watch? Um, I caught up with something I watched like years ago. Like I, I finally saw the end of Workaholics. Oh, yeah. Um, I've only seen a couple episodes, but they were really funny. Which is totally fine. It's a very specific kind of like dude bro ass humor. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, I caught like the last few episodes. I think that show is like really solid overall. Um, the the three guys that are on it uh the main guys or whatever like um they're really enjoyable they're very likable i think oh, as yeah. as people um as the characters on the show but it was interesting watching the end of the show because it it, it didn't seem to have like, this grand finale mm-hmm. where in which you know we're bringing back all these characters that we've introduced right. or like you know they're going on this r- wild crazy adventure it was kind of just like another day which oh, is okay. like interesting you yeah. know I, th- I don't think most shows for, especially for the run that they had they had about seven years Holy shit. seven seasons i think of a show which is uh impressive i think yeah. by any right but they didn't seek to go out with like a big bang or like you know mm-hmm. this is like oh, an hour-long episode it's wrap like wrap up everything very neatly and yeah, yeah it was like 23 minutes like you know it's just like another day in the life but it seems right for that show yes yeah. but what was cool though they ended the very last scene was the way that the show starts there's three guys on a roof like smoking weed and oh, like having cool. beers and just yeah. like hanging out it's just like oh yeah that's what the show is and i appreciate they didn't try to like make the last episode of the last season like it's gonna be an epic like no yeah. this is what we've always done mm-hmm. like this is just regular dumb adventures with these three dudes yeah and which is totally fine and um yeah, it was nice to just see it come to a close. And weirdly enough, it felt like a close for me. Like, oh, yeah, like, I guess when I, like, you know, graduated college, like, this show started. Mm. And, like, you know, like, oh, yeah, like, now it's done. Because they're our age or maybe, like, a year or they're, two Yeah, older. like, around our age. Yeah. And just feel like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, I guess I am past. We're all kind of adults now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, growing up is, like, an important thing to do. <laughs> so it was, it was a good close in that way. Nice. Yeah. Um... I have been watching The Alienists. I think I'm behind an episode or two. Right. We talked about this in the last show. Um, but no, we talked about like wanting to see it, not oh, actually yes. getting to see it. Um, I am enjoying it naturally because it's about crime. Mm-hmm. It's very different. <laughs> <laughs> I love crimes. I love <laughs> crime. Um, it's very dark. It looks like, um, again, FX, I think. Um, oh, okay. No, I like TNT. Oh, uh, 
They put some money into it. Oh, right. We were talking about this is like their prestige show. Like, yeah. Like, we need to have some cash behind this to, like, bring some eyes yeah. to the product. Okay. Um, And, yeah, it's great. I uh, Dakota Fanning is in it, where she plays um, a secretary for uh, the police captain. Okay. And it's so every scene it's in, it's just like, she's a woman in a man's world. <laughs> and you're probably never, they're never going to let you forget that. Uh-huh. But that's fair. Um, I like her character. She's kind of, she's kind of the audience in that she's interested, but she's mm-hmm. on the outside. And she doesn't quite know what's going on. Um, Daniel Brule is great. It's definitely something you need uh, like close captioning on because... Between the accents and kind of mumbliness, mm-hmm. it's hard to know what they're saying. Okay. Um, I think partially because it's got the Christian Bale Batman syndrome for Daniel Brühl because he's German. So when he speaks without an accent, he his voice goes lower. Wait, explain the Christian Bale Batman syndrome though. Meaning that like Christian Bale when, when he... he does his when he does his bat. His Batman. Oh, voice. okay. <laughs> it's like it's lower and it's All just right. kind of a weird thing. Oh, okay. For Daniel Brule, he like just goes to a lower register when, when he has to do his like American-ish accent. Okay. So it's a little bit more difficult to kind of understand. Okay, I thought you were talking about Christian Bale in the sense of like you know his accent changing like from when he's not talking his original Welsh accent. Oh. Like he sounds like deeper. Which. Oh no. Just a side note. We'll be back to Ellen in a second. But Christian Bale. Yeah. When he, when I first found out about him doing things, he would always do American interviews in an American accent, which really, really threw me the fuck off because I thought he was an American for a long ass time. <laughs> like, so like in the early 2000s, like, oh yeah, Christian Bale, that dude that did American Psycho. Like, yeah, like that American guy. Until like, in, after Batman Begins, like, wait, he's Welsh? Like, not even like... He's like, acting! <laughs> yes, yeah. So it was just, it threw me off in a big way. But, yeah, that's my little take on Christian Bale's accent. <laughs> so he did, like, the junket thing with an American accent? Yeah, so like he would go on, like, late night talk shows and stuff and, like, really? talk in an American accent in that time. <laughs> Do you think it's just so that people would be able to understand what he was saying? Because he probably has a pretty thick accent. So his, like, explanation of it was like, yeah, like, you know, I don't want to, like, you know, create, like, a dissonance for people when they go see the movie. Like, oh. I'm, like, speaking an American accent. Like, um, in the movie, I speak with an American accent. Like, oh. you know, you come to see it. Like, you don't want to be thrown so off a little really, bit. So really, he's just very thoughtful. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Thinking of you out there. That would be so bonkers if, so, <laughs> if like, I'm doing a movie and I'm British in it, so I'm just going to do all the press with a British accent. People would think I'm a sociopath. But like, the, that's such a weird thing to what do. When it comes to accents, it's like a reverse, I don't know, this but pretentiousness that seems totally to totally normal for him. Yeah, like, there's no, no one's going to give you shit, I think, for doing a good American accent. Yeah. People will give you shit forever and a day if you do, like, a kind of crappy British accent. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Understandably so. Like, who the hell do you think it, you are? That's just funny. Interesting. Yeah. But, I'm yeah. I have to go back and YouTube some of those videos. <laughs> um, Alien is great. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the money they're putting into it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a little bit, I guess, gory-ish. Oh, I imagine. showing, like, the dead bodies and whatnot. Because does he work through the police, like, investigating these things? Or He, so Daniel Brühl plays in, quote, an alienist. Okay. Um, and Luke Evans plays, he's an artist. Um, and so he goes to the crime scenes and sketches, like, the crime scene for okay. Daniel Brühl. 
Okay. Because they don't want Daniel Bruhl's character um, at the crime scene. Oh, so in case someone sees him, is he like their secret weapon? Like the they don't really, they're not really a fan of him. Just those people who did that type of work in general were kind oh. of like shunned a little bit. Okay. Um, and then Dakota's Fanning character, because she works at the police mm-hmm. precinct, she's able to get them information. From, okay. From the inside. Okay, so he's not an actual cop. No. Oh, okay, he's just like an, a private investigator, sort of. He's. Yeah, he runs a, I don't know what you would call it, some kind of housing institution thing, I think, for, like, disturbed children. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, that's his, like Professor day, X. That's, like, but his day like... job, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think they're kids who've been, like, abused, and so they have, like, emotional problems, stuff like that. Okay. Because that's his line of work is... Um, people with mental issues mm-hmm. um and then on, on on the side he likes to uh, investigate grizzly crimes okay so yep or at least he's noticed a pattern with some crime so now he wants to he's interested and wants to try to figure it out okay it reminds me almost like to a modern context of people that like you know will investigate cold cases yeah just independently yeah like you know just using nothing but like the resources available available to them through the internet yeah. and their own minds yeah. they're able to like you know try and help the police and just say like hey yeah i you know work at an office but i yeah. also do this on the side and i think may have something you may want to look into he does he has kind of a tenuous relationship with uh, the police and okay so they know who he is and they will like reluctantly help him okay because i think they realize that he's very smart all right yeah um what is it something else that i checked out recently as well um caught back up with the most recent season of Col- colony um on it's featuring usa uh stars well, i can't remember his name sawyer from lost oh okay um and Rick's wife from uh, Walking Dead. Okay. Um, God, I'm so terrible with the names today. They are in the second. They're in the second season. Uh, going to have a third soon, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. What is the plot? I'm assuming there's some kind of post-apocalyptic type thing. Not really post-apocalyptic. So oh. aliens invade. They kick our butts oh, in aliens. like minutes. Okay. Um, but they establish colonies. Oh, okay. um, meaning, like they occupy a city. They put up walls around it. And that city is now under the control of this alien race. That's fair. We deserve that. But you never see the aliens outright. They're doing everything That's through, cool. like, puppet governments of, like, people, humans. Oh, okay. So, like, you know, we are hurting ourselves in that way. Okay. So I think they do, they, they're trying to certainly set up, like, you know, the feel of, like, you know, this is what it's like to be in a police state. And, like, mm. you know, there are secret police out there, like, you know, stealing people off the streets. And, oh. like, they're... The, the aims of the aliens are like no one actually knows what they are not even the people they put in charge like you know as puppets like and Has i think anyone actually ever seen the aliens you see them one time in one episode in the first season uh-huh. like they're armored up they're like about the size of like a regular person mm-hmm. but like you know you don't really get to see a face or anything like okay. that um and i think that's you know part of the show they want to keep it a mystery it's from uh, carlton cuse uh one of the work the people that worked on lost so the thing is steeped in mystery um gotcha. But I think that may be hurting them more than helping them. Hmm. They're not showing you enough. Yeah. They, 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 they're not really leaving breadcrumbs that lead to anything, really. Hmm. Like, they keep telling you, like, well, some bad stuff is going to happen. Like, well, either let it happen or yeah. what? What are we doing here? So I think the show is, you see the money. The money is there. Mm-hmm. In L.A., they're, like, putting a lot of money into the effects of the show. Um, 
and it looks great, but I think that it falls in certain places because you're not giving us enough to go on. Like, you know, it, it makes you wonder, like, why am maybe I... Maybe they should spend some of that money on writers. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, you have some great character actors, character actors that show up, like um, Toby Huss and uh, Carl Weathers is even on the show as well for a bit. I know that name. Uh, Carl Weathers plays Apollo Creed um, in the Rocky movies. He was on Arrested Development as Carl Weathers. Um, you know, you got a good stew going, uh, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, he is on that show as well as the partner to Sawyer from Lost. Um, I have a question. Sure. The term character actor. Mm-hmm. Every actor is a character actor. This is true. You're all playing <laughs> characters. So when people use that term, is it like, oh, they're not leading man, leading woman. Yes. So they're a character actor. It's just a nice way of saying they're not leading I think that is generally person. what it's used for. Like this person isn't a lead actor. Like you know, we're not building things around this person. You're Sam Rockwell's, but even Sam Rockwell, I think, is in a weird place now because, like, yes, I think most of his career, like, you're a character actor. Like, yeah. we love seeing you, but we don't really know who you are. Yeah. We like you. Yeah, but you're, I think you're not Tom Cruise, but you're very talented. You're in everything. Yes, like you spice up the things that you yes. are in. Um, but I think that. He's cro- did a bit of a crossover recently. He did, yeah, with yeah. the billboards. Yeah. yeah, and he's a dude that's been working. Also, for- just in general, like his career has just grown and grown. Yeah, he's just like steadily like rising throughout time. Um, but yeah, I would say character actor refers to a guy or a woman that is like you know, hey, we love you. You're a good actor. You're good at what you do. But mm-hmm. you were, we're not building movies around you. Yes, like you are not a lead in this. You're not. We're not creating projects for you're you. You're always Matthew McConaughey's friend. Yes, yeah. you are the Steve Zahn yes. of everything. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, Colony, it's okay. I don't really rec- give a hard recommend of that <laughs> to anyone. Okay. Um, I-, I liked the first season where it was going. The second season, I'm just like, mm, I don't know if I want to hang around here much longer. Shows like that tend to, that are on those like kind of middling cable networks. Mm-hmm. I think they do, they often do have issues because there is just enough money behind them. Like the, I can't remember what it was called. There's a show... I want to say it was on NBC mm-hmm. or ABC. Um, and like there was, it was kind of post-apocalyptic and there was no electricity Oh, anymore. Jericho. You talking about Jericho? No, it was a different show. Oh, uh, I know that you're talking about. It had like the power symbol in its title. I probably. Giancarlo Esposito was in it. Like, I think so. I know exactly what you're talking about. I can't remember the name of it. Like Restart was the name or something like that. It was dumb. It was dumb. But it like, only lasted I, a season. But I know what you're talking about. Like the premise of it, like that yeah. looks like an interesting premise. Like, yeah. you know, the world has no more power, no more electronics anymore. Right. Still the same amount of people. Like right. how, what happens at this point? Right. Like how does it's the world like the function? Walking Dead minus the zombies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, like what sp- springs up from that? And like it's, yeah, I'd and, like, love to see. like the twist at the like at toward the end of the season is like someone was able to communicate they had some like machine in an attic and they're able to communicate like yeah with electricity i i think it ended after the first season maybe it went into the second mm-hmm. but it's just those shows they have interesting premises they just can't carry them out for whatever reason and it's not even like a high concept no it's just i don't know it's the, the there's not enough gas in the engine to keep this thing going yeah so yeah not 100 percent sure about that um another thing i saw mm-hmm. uh was snatched with uh amy schumer and uh and goldie hahn and because <laughs> it's on hbo it's on hbo yeah it's fun <laughs> i really i actually really enjoyed it okay um 
yeah, Goldie Hawn hasn't hadn't been in anything for a, quite a while before that. Um, and Amy Schumer's coming hot off of like you know um, everything basically. She's cooled off quite a bit. Yeah, I think so. I don't know if it's just re- reaction of like fans or whatever, or just her taking a break. Or, yeah, but it feels like she's cooled off a bit yeah. um, from like the time of Trainwreck, where she was like top of the world. People were like losing their minds over her. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, Snatched is funny. Um, but the premise is like you know Amy Schumer's kind of a loser, and her mom's like uh really overprotective. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amy Schumer had planned out like a trip with her her and her boyfriend. To, uh, um, oh, and they broke up. Yeah, yeah, and they broke up. They're going to South America. Um, broke up, and she had no one to take. She took her mom, and like it's them like you know they get kidnapped. Get, get kidnapped. They get into wacky adventures, uh, and they manage to escape, and just. It's fun. Like, mm-hmm. Ike Barinholtz shows up, and he's hilarious. He's one of those people who, whenever you're watching something, he always makes it better. Yes. I love seeing him pop up anyway. It's like, Ike Barinholtz here. I'll sit down and enjoy this. Come yeah. on here. Um, he's great in it. They have, uh, Wanda Sykes shows up, and she's hilarious in that nice. as well. Um, but yeah, like, they do some really good physical humor and some good gross-out gags. Okay. Um, there's a scene involving a tapeworm that is gross and hilarious. Oh, God. Um, the amount of physical harm that Amy Schumer and Goldie Hawn inflict upon like their captors over time is wonderful. <laughs> 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 and like they don't intend to, they super don't intend to. They, and they, the way that things happen by mistake is really enjoyable. I think it stands up there with like you know ridiculous adventure comedies like uh, *Romancing the Stone* and whatnot. Yeah, but it's like say '80s, '90s kind yeah. of physical, silly, silly comedy. Yes. Yeah. Um, but it's cool to see these two like in the lead roles, and they're just really fun. Like, there's great visual humor throughout, um, and I do recommend it. Yeah, it's it's good. It's really good. <laughs> that strikes me as being um, like Amy Schumer's like element of the over-the-top silliness like she thrives in that environment yes i think that is like a anytime where she can like yell the situation (laughs) calls for her like yelling it's great and like yeah it's a situation called for her her yelling or like being like kind of shitty but like shitty and also like in some form of disbelief yes yeah and yeah like playing that kind of character like is good for her and i think a lot of humor can be found in that totally um, I oh I watched the first like ten minutes of the assassination of Gianni Versace. Oh, okay. I found Darren Chris's not him, but like the character too annoying, and I had to stop watching it. I almost ran into Darren Chris. I almost met Darren Chris one time. We were on <laughs> a uh, a restaurant boat on the Hudson. Oh wow! And I was with uh, some friends for their mom's birthday, mm-hmm. and. What is it? Look over there. It's like, and she's like, "Is that Darren Chris?" I'm like, "I don't know who that is." I'm gonna look him up. It's like, "Huh? I guess it is Darren Chris." And I was just wanted to wave, and she's like, "No, don't do it." Like, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> seems like a nice guy. He seems super nice. He's having fun. He's cool now with his buddies. It was it yeah. was nice. Um, but it just didn't do enough for me, despite the fact that it revolves around crime. Mm-hmm. I think it's automatically more sad because it's real. Yeah. So it's like, oh, this can't be fun. Because it's part of FX's uh, like American true crime stories, right? right? right like right, they right. had the O.J. Simpson one last year mm-hmm. or two years ago, mm-hmm. and now they're having this one for Gianni Versace. Mm-hmm. And I just, I didn't watch the O.J. one either. I, I just always feel so bad for the families. Like that's, mm-hmm. oof. Um, and I don't care about 
the 90s fashion. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There aren't many hooks in there for me. Um, So I only watched a little bit of it. But people seem to like it a lot. Like, I hear Penelope Cruz is doing killer work in that as, like, she doing, looks amazing. Like doing Don Televisachi, like who's a character within herself. Yeah. Like that's okay. Like it's something that I, the American True Crime stories I need to check out. Like yeah. I, I heard the OJ one was just good if just that, just well, for how crazy it was. There are two OJ ones pretty much simultaneously, at the same time. and they're both of good quality from what I understand. Right, same. There was the documentary series, mm-hmm. um, which was made in America. And there's the this one that we're talking about now, the the true crime stories on FX, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, they both look at it from totally different perspectives. I think, like, I think the the main American one is trying to look at it in a historical context. Mm-hmm. Like, the very first episode isn't even about OJ. It's like, well, this was Los Angeles in the late '80s, right. early '90s. It's more of like a sociological look at yeah, everything, yeah, at like everything, every aspect of it, rather than just the human person themselves mm-hmm. or the players involved directly in the case. Right. Well, the FX one was just about like John Travolta and David Schwimmer <laughs> making a comeback, baby. Like I saw John Travolta on something the other oh, day. I think Lord. it was like for like a he was getting nominated for like a Golden Globe or something like that. I don't know. He was there presenting. He's always at those things. He loves those things, it seems he like. He is always at those things, <laughs> even though he hasn't done anything. That's the thing. You look at the peaks and valleys of his career, and it's just like, what kind of actor? Are you? I guess you've done it all by, like, you know, by the nature of your career. Like, you can be an action guy, but you can also be in Look Who's Talking. And Michael. And Michael. You're, I guess, an angel man or some kind. He's but then, had a weird career. But then also you're Caster Troy. And, and Yeah. It's... It's, yeah. Singing in the bleachers with Olivia Newton-John. I just, all I want, I enjoy him. I enjoy Dr. Volta. <laughs> all I want is just let go of the hair, man. Like, his. It's, yeah. Because when he was in that movie from Paris with Love, which is fantastic, all right? I've never even heard of it. It is an action movie where he plays a badass CIA agent and uh, James McAvoy is like his partner. Hmm. And he's totally bald in it. And it's like, this is you. This is your true appearance. He's, this is your true form. Well, he he has a very big head, and he has very his his big old face. Mm-hmm. It there's a lot there, mm-hmm. and maybe because there was something that he was bald in, and it was a little scary. I was totally fine with him being bald. Like, do it, man. Let it go. Let it free. Him be you. bald with a goatee is terrifying. It was a good look. I can't it actually what made him look much from. younger. We're talking about the same movie from Paris with <laughs> Really? Wasn't yes. he in Swordfish? He was also in Swordfish, but he had hair in that. Oh. But did he have a goatee? He's scary. He did not have a goatee. He's scary he had like a, a soul patch. Oh, good. Yeah, it was the early 2000s. That's scary for a different reason. <laughs> um, uh, oh, I also, um, <laughs> upon discussing it with you, went back and rewatched Lincoln to see if I only liked it because um, I was watching it on a plane. <laughs> No, I fucking loved it. Yeah, I don't know anyone who hasn't liked that movie. I love that movie. <laughs> I might buy it because Daniel Day-Lewis as Abraham Lincoln, mm-hmm. I just want him to be my dad. <laughs> He's just so charming mm-hmm. and sweet, but also can lay down the law when he needs to. What's crazy <sighs> is that movie almost didn't get made. Like Ugh, that would have been a tragedy, Jason. Like because I fucking love it. <laughs> they had trouble finding fa- financing from like a big studio, and just like because it's a long ass movie about Abraham. It's Lincoln. a long ass <laughs> historical piece about Abraham Lincoln, and like 
movie studios don't like to like put that much money behind something like yeah. that anymore. It's like if it doesn't have robots transforming into other robots, yeah. like I don't know if I can really put that kind of money behind the Steven Spielberg who's made us so much money over the last forty years. <laughs> but yeah, there's humor in it, Jason. Yeah. Have you seen it? I've not. Oh, Jason. No. It's so great. <laughs> uh, and I know I want to see it. Like, I've, I've, I'm a bad movie watching person because oh, I've not yet seen it. And it doesn't feel as long as it is. I know this is not going to be a selling point for you in particular, but James Spader is in it. <sighs> My nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> but he plays his character. There are three guys. Is he, does he play the villain? A, no. a sexual villain? <laughs> Because that's what he is. <laughs> All right. He terrifies me. No, he plays a good guy. Well, uh, maybe not. You see? <laughs> well, he he and two other guys are um, like the comedic relief. Okay. And they are trying to basically bribe people to vote okay. for the 13th Amendment. Okay. Um, But they're also just kind of slightly drunky their moral compasses are a little gray that feels about where james bader lies but they're doing it for the right reasons okay all Um, right but it's every so many people show up in this movie i can't think of them at the moment Mm -hmm. but um did i write it down no god damn it um there's a lot of people in this movie um you need to watch it it's so great okay i love it so much Ugh. Oh, I'm probably gonna go home and rewatch it. <laughs> um, what is it? One thing I did watch uh, was Office Christmas Party. Um, I don't know. I'm watching um, that. Um, uh, Kate McKinnon. Uh, yes, Kate McKinnon's in it. Um, Shining star of a lot of funny in. people are in it. Kate McKinnon's in it. Uh, Jason Bateman. Right. Um, Olivia Munn. Um, can who- we talk about Olivia Munn? Did we talk about her? can we sure i've heard uh, i'm not sure i'm a fan (laughs) (laughs) i've heard an account where people are just like she's kind of shitty and i think she was accused of maybe taking someone's jokes at some point um it makes me uncomfortable and i know she's half asian and I know that her mother is Asian, but it makes me uncomfortable when she does, like, the whole Asian voice because, like, you're a gorgeous woman mm-hmm. who mostly looks mostly white. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure people have said plenty of dumb shit to her, probably being like, you're exotic looking or some dumb shit. Mm-hmm. But, like, mm, you mostly look white. Let's not do that. <laughs> It makes me a little bit angry. Mm-hmm. I I don't like her attitude, and I know people really like her. I just can't get it. I can't get behind it. I've got no issues with her. Like I remember watching her back in the day on like G four was like where she got like her big break or whatever, if you mm-hmm. could even call it that. But like, yeah, she was like a host there for a long time, and I remember a friend of mine just saying like she is destined for more. I'm like. Well, we'll see. <laughs> and he was 100% right. Like, she had so much else going on for her. Like, she was like a magic mic. And then she had like another break after that. And another break. She was a daily show for like a long time. Not a long time, excuse me, like a short time. Mm. Then want to do something else. It's just like, oh, wow. Like, she does, like, you know, have like, she's good. What I've seen her in, I like her in, she generally speaking. She strikes me as a one trick pony, but maybe I'm wrong. I like her. I think she's funny. Okay. Um, to, uh, to be fair, I've mostly just seen her in interviews. And, okay. And See, I've X-Man not movie. seen any interviews with her. <laughs> I don't find her likable. Hmm. She's a... 
Maybe it's just because she's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you be pretty and funny? I, I guess on I my end, I've just seen the work and not like her as a person, maybe. So I can't like, I don't have that other half of it where I could say like, I think I probably catchy. would if I never heard her do an interview would think she's mm-hmm. fine and whatever she shows up in. I just okay. have trouble getting past that. Totally fair. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you had an opinion. Okay, sorry. Continue. <laughs> no, Office no. Christmas party. Uh, I watched the movie. Um, it's fine. It's, yeah. a, it's a fun uh, Christmas comedy. Like okay. R-rated. Like Courtney B. Vance is in it. Uh, oh, yeah. TJ Miller. Um Jillian Bell, like there's a lot of good. She's another person who, whenever she so- shows up, she makes whatever. She is does better. make this movie that I much better because she just shows up. Um, oh. Sam Richardson from Veep and Detroit is in it. I love him so much. Like it's a, it's like a good set of new funny people in this movie. Um, and I wanted to watch because a friend of mine was going to be in the movie, but they <laughs> cut his part out. Was which... it, um, um, Peter? Yeah. Yes. yes he's going to be in the movie. He was um, talking to like Jason Bateman or something, wasn't he? Well, he was his. So this was the scene. His, yeah. The scene that he was going to have in the movie was uh, he was a guy outside, just like walking a dog, or something mm-hmm. like that. And you know, they like a, he's walking past the office building where the office Christmas party is happening, mm-hmm. and then like a couch on fire like gets thrown out of a window, like falls like forty stories mm-hmm. to the ground, and like he asks the cop, like, "What the hell's going on there?" And the cop's like, "Office Christmas party." And he's like, <laughs> "Oh, okay," and like he's moving. <laughs> like I totally get where you're coming from, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> and keeps walking. And like, I remember hearing that. I was so excited. Like, all of our friends were like, yeah, like that's, I remember, that's yeah. a trailer I line. It's going to be the fucking trailer. Awesome. Yeah. And then they cut it ultimately, which Do you sucked. think it'll be in like the deleted scenes or something? Maybe. I've, I've not bought the Blu ray, oh. but like, maybe. That'd be really cool. That'd be super cool. But, um, but yeah, I watched it. It was fun. Um, oh yeah, Jennifer Anson is in it mm-hmm. as well. She's like the antagonist of the movie that. That's right. She's like, you don't do bad things. Yes. Stay no parties. In line. Like, yeah. we're downsizing this company and all gotcha. that stuff. But, um, yeah, it's just an insane party, um, that escalates out of control. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole premise is like, you know, this company, it's had a long history of being good to its employees, but like, you know, times are tough. Mm-hmm. They want to downsize and like they close down offices of like this franchise or whatever. And the big mandate is like, hey, make more money, secure this deal. Otherwise, we are shutting you down. It's always based on just one deal. Yep. It it's all came down to one. one deal. Yep. And they have to wine and dine Courtney B. Vance to get it. <laughs> and then doesn't he get like super drunk or something? He gets super drunk and injures himself and they find out that he yeah. wasn't even working for that company anymore anyway. <laughs> um, but all right. it all comes down to this MacGuffin thing. The company like is a tech company and mm-hmm. they had the plans to like, you know, create like wireless internet anywhere basically. And it ultimately pulls through that they're able to do that. Mm-hmm. and able It's to... always tech companies these days. Yeah. I mean, that's, I guess, the new car company <laughs> of like you know but they're really, gonna shut down the auto plant like yeah. i guess that's the big money thing in america now so, yeah. like the big money industry i guess um tangent mm-hmm. uh, sam richardson tangent yeah um i was trying to think of richard gent nope trying to combine those words couldn't <laughs> do it um so i've seen like at least the first season of veep mm-hmm. and i like it but I personally have trouble with cringeworthy moments, and that's all that is. Yeah, that's a show based on cringe and uncomfortableness. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, along the lines of like the British Office, mm-hmm. it's very cringeworthy. However, I very much love. It's hilarious, and I love Sam Richardson. Can I, after seeing, after knowing who the characters are and having that foundation, because I watched the first season or so, mm-hmm. 
can I just jump into like season five or wherever he comes in and continue watching? Um, again, I myself not watch all of it, but like I, I have jumped in it mm-hmm. and I've not felt lost. Okay. Like, oh, the context of this makes sense. Yeah. Like, you know, I immediately understand who these characters are. And I think that show is very good in that sense of like, it seems like it. Yeah. You can watch almost any episode and understand the relationship of characters with each other and mm-hmm. who each character is. Okay. So I might have to just jump in at like season five or wherever he comes in. I don't think that's a, a bad way to go about it. Cause yeah, he is funny on that show. He's hilarious. He's very good. Um, but yeah, Office Christmas Party is one thing that I watched. Um, um, I saw a couple of trailers, but now it's been so long that I don't really remember them. Uh-huh. Um, there's one called Beirut with John Hamm. Oh, I heard about this. I heard about people not liking this trailer. The thing is that it's... I can't remember what it's about, Jason. It's something to do... Is it like... Um, um, war and terrorism and whatnot. I don't know much about it. I just remember hearing that it like hangs out in the same territory as like you know Argo or Thirteen Hours or something yeah. like that. Where it's like Americans in turmoil in the yes. Middle East. I don't. My notes just say why do they keep making these movies? Because <laughs> people are already just like overtired by the oversaturated news cycle about these things Mm -hmm. not that they're obviously incredibly important but at least from a financial perspective why would you make that movie you know it's not going to make money because people don't want to see something that they already see on the news it's because people i don't know i think new companies think that people are interested in like geopolitical storms aka geostorms therefore because of (laughs) geostorms you know that's why they made the movie geostorm which we have to see by the way (laughs) and i'm sorry to turn this into a segue into geostorm (laughs) all things should come back to geostorm i'm okay with that um but no, I don't know why they keep making these kinds of movies in the sense of like, I don't know. They, they keep trying to tell, I think, the same stories in these places. Yeah. Um, and they're, they, they're pulling from real events. And right. I understand that. And But give it some time. Don't. Like, yeah. I, I just don't see how it's going to make you money. I mean, they're. But the the weird thing is, you know, talking about the p- current political situation. Oh, I don't want to do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> See, you don't want to talk about it. Why make a movie about it? It's like, you know what? I'm not educated enough <laughs> in, that, in that arena same. to feel to talk intelligently about it. Uh, same here. So, you know, I feel like just stepping away from that. And it's just tiring. And, and I there's think, no winning. And, and yeah, I think that's another part of it. It is a tiring ordeal, I think, to have audiences go back and back and back to watch these movies. Mm-hmm. And it's a tiring ordeal to have to, like, be in these situations yeah. again and again and again as a country. So, yeah, I, it, that's the thing. They'll stop making those movies and they stop making money. Yeah. Like, people will go and see them. If, if and people decide how these things will go with their dollars, like you know, they'll stop making crazy big superhero movies and people stop going to see them. Like, uh, like Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that made much because even though really the draw is Tina Fey, obviously. yeah. But and it's a slightly different story. Mm-hmm. It's a comedy, but still, like people don't. Maybe I'm speaking too broadly for the general public, but I don't think. That people want to see that stuff. I'm tired of it. Hmm. <laughs> um, I, however, I am excited. There's a show. I think it's just called Barry. It's coming out oh, on HBO with yes. Bill Hader. Yes, <laughs> it looks a hitman. quite 
good. If you discover that he loves acting, which oh is a wonderful God. premise. It's an amazing premise. I love it. I'm very excited for like, it. Like, if this was the 90s, this feels like something you put John Cusack in. And yeah. Like... Oh my God, yes. <laughs> and it wouldn't be very good. Yeah. Be like, oh yeah, that forgettable ass movie with John Cusack. Yeah. He was like that actor, but also a hitman. Like, right. whatever. Right, right, right. Like, um, yeah, people always talk about, like, uh, in like the late, early 2000s, everyone always was chopping around scripts of just like, this is a hitman, but yeah. like, he he does this or like you know he's involved in this thing and i think that's like a, a big thing that's spun out of like you know the pulp fiction right, right, world right. of like tarantino and like you mm-hmm. know mid-90s like action things mm-hmm. but there's enough space and time and with someone like bill Hader behind it it's yeah. like i'm very curious as to what this is i'm, I'm in because i think he was like definitely an unsung like member of snl to oh, me yeah. except for, like his people of course remember stefan and how you know and like, that character wrote, i feel like he probably wrote a lot behind the scenes that you don't know yeah because like he pops up in places where you don't expect like oh you're a writer on south park yeah like, yeah yeah <laughs> interesting okay yeah. um but yeah i and think he's another person who whenever he pops up he makes whatever it is absolutely funnier and more enjoyable like this big-eyed weirdo what is he up to <laughs> like, i'm super curious i think it's because you can tell like he's enjoying himself mm-hmm. and it's like taking plucking one of us from mm. obscurity and being like, you're going to do this awesome thing. And he's like, cool, I get to do this amazing <laughs> thing. Like, he appreciates what he's able to do. Yes. Yeah. And, like, the quality of his performances, I think, are They're just great. so good. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. It's tough. I think in, in, in to be on SNL now and to, like, you know, move from that into tra- transition to something else, mm-hmm. there's not, like... It's, it feels like there's not as many eyes on it anymore or people aren't like, you know, in anticipation like, oh my God, I can't believe this person like did that and they're going to this now. Mm. Like, um, it's not like, you know, in the mid-90s where like everyone that left the show like wanted to do huge, big things. Yeah. Like, even like Rob Schneider was a movie star for like a bit. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just, it's not the same anymore. I think right. it's harder to like leave the show and to like find big success afterwards. Yeah, I think it's more moderate yeah. success. And if you're Tina Fey, you know, Lauren Michaels helps you produce a thing and whatever. Or, you, or you're Tina Fey. You're like, you know, Fey, a, a core person behind a lot of things. Yeah. Or, yeah, or an, an, an Amy Poehler. Who's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're like, you are responsible for like making shit happen for other people now. So it's like. Or you're John Mulaney who gets a step up. From yeah. Lauren uh, Michaels. And yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's a terrible show. And yeah, I'm, I feel bad for him for that. Like, I was bummed about that because I was really excited because he's so funny. Mm-hmm. And then it was just this weird, very basic kind of sitcom thing. Which he seems like that's not his style. It's but... the type of thing that he would make fun of. Yeah. So it's very bizarre. And someone, was it Nassim Pedra? Yeah, she was on that. Like, oh, you gambled on the wrong show, girl. But she found she... like some safe purchase later because she's on You Girl. Which oh, is going? Really? Which she's been on there for three seasons now. Or something oh, like good that. for her! Like her and her I sister, got, who's a I writer. I got real nervous for her <laughs> career. I was like, "Oh no!" But that's the thing for like Mulaney and for like anyone that was on that show. Y'all are y'all are fine. There, you'll have other things like you guys have other successes. Like he's Mulaney's on Big Mouth now, which everyone's like loving and like you know he's got. Did little, you watch it? I did. Yeah, it's I really got, liked it. Got a lot of critical acclaim. He's very good on it. Like yeah, those cats will be just fine. Oh, yeah. Like, let's see Pedrad, like, you're moving your shaker. You got it, girl. Don't worry about it. Like, I'm not worried for you guys. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, but Barry. Back to Barry. Yes. Um, it looks fun. It looks crazy <laughs> in yeah. a good way. It feels like, hey, what if Dexter was a comedy? Cool. I never watched Dexter. I watched the first season. I keep hearing, like, you only need to watch it until the third. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it, it just seems like s- something that... 
I'd be kind of into, but not too heavily. I feel yeah. fine with just watching three seasons of that. Because I hear that after that, it's not very People good. were quite disappointed with the ending, right? Yeah, I think overall people were not, yeah. didn't enjoy it. That's too bad. Um, did I watch... Uh, oh, um, I have not watched any of Altered Carbon. They keep shoving it down my throat is what it feels like. Also known as um, Blade Runner. <laughs> sub, sub Blade Runner. It's like, no, the B team. Knife Jogger. <laughs> Knife Jogger the series. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Isn't all that great? I don't know. I want to make that. <laughs> I want to make that so bad. In the far future of 2019, <laughs> the Knife Jogger. It's like a sl- slightly overweight guy running in a sweatsuit. I got to get these knives in the next house. <laughs> they need them bad at this restaurant, let me tell you. Woo, let me There's a dog running after him on a bridge. Oh, God. Oh, the dogs. <laughs> Why do I keep all this jerky in my pockets? Knife Jogger, where are you going? <laughs> can't stay kids (laughs) in the city of los angeles there's a knife salesman and he has a job to do (laughs) (laughs) but um altered carbon aka knife jogger doesn't look all that great to me like but if joel kinnaman's shoulders get any more broad (laughs) that man i don't understand his body can't take that his little head's just gonna pop right off joel kinnaman is swedish yes yes okay so one time i was on the train and I was on the train. It was morning. I was going to work, mm-hmm. and there was a man who was across the street, the, the, the train from me, sitting down. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a very crowded train. Mm-hmm. He was asking me the direction, like you know, of where to go, and he was telling me, like, oh yeah, like you know, from Sweden and all this. Like, oh yeah, like did he cool. have shoulders that made him look like a football player, but they're just naturally his shoulders? He did not, but he was quite tall, mm-hmm. uh, like over six feet, like six. Yeah, five, he looks like, like he's like six two, six three. Like he's a tall dude. He's a tall guy. He was there with his normal size son. And he was just telling him, like, you know, I'm having a great time here in America, like, you know, like, you know, I'm from Sweden. But for some how we got in the conversation of movies. Mm-hmm. And he was telling him, like, you know, we don't have anybody. We, we Like, Sweden doesn't have anybody. We've got, the, like, like uh, where are the Skarsgårds from? They're from, like, Norway or something like that? They are also from Sweden. Sweet. Okay. So then this guy was not. So Kinnaman is from Sweden. Yeah. Okay. So, yes. He was like. Because I know. think he said that he went to. Sc- I just watched an interview with him. He went to school with the Skarsgård. Alexander Skarsgård. And Numi Rapace. Okay. So this guy was telling me, like, you know, we, we, we got to have more Swedes out there acting <laughs> movies. I'm I like, mean, I don't disagree. I'm like, okay, sure. Like, we got the, we've got the, okay, we got Scars Guards, all right? <laughs> but we need somebody else out there, Kinnaman. I was like, <laughs> he used to like, Kinnaman's the next one, man. I'm like, all right, dude, cool. I like, thought this is going to be a story about how you secretly met Joel Kinnaman. No, this is a guy telling me that he loves Joel Kinnaman <laughs> and Sweden's all behind his success. <laughs> so, Sweden, all right? You, Kinnaman, you got a whole country on your broad, broad shoulders. Okay? <laughs> Maybe that's why they're so big. <laughs> to this carry guy was, that weight. He was very like hype for good Joel for Kinnaman. Him. He's like, he asked me, Do you see Robocop yet? I was like, I did see Robocop. Like, did you like it? I was like, Yeah, good. I don't think you had a choice in that moment. <laughs> if you didn't, you might be knife jogger. I might have been talking to Joel Kinnaman's agent, perhaps. <laughs> I don't know. His brother. <laughs> His brother. But it was just a conversation where I was like, I never seen so, one man so proud of his. He takes Acting. off his jacket. There's a Joel Kinnaman face <laughs> on his t-shirt. Just it's like it, was a, it started off as a, a question for directions. Then it became about you need to watch some, Swedish movies. Some all right? JK propaganda there. <laughs> Oof. 
get some Ingmar Bergman in your life. All right. <laughs> Just fucking watch it all, kid. Like, all right, man. Cool. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> um, but we, have we, yeah, we just talked about Alter Carbon. Alter it's not Carbon. that I, good. I, the, there's a lot of recently, a lot of um, stories revolving around like body trading and like someone dying and then getting a new body. Right. That's there's what a it, lot of those floating around. It feels very Philip K. Dicky in that yeah. way. Like, you know, I guess it's of the very time. Very Black Mirror-ish. Where, yeah, our technology is incredible. And the danger of technology. People are aging and its mortality is scary. Mm-hmm. And could this be a possibility? Mm. Could I become Joel Kinnaman? <laughs> Something we've all asked ourselves. Um, every man, woman, and child in Sweden has asked himself, <laughs> could I be the next Joel Kinnaman? <laughs> um, but I... I might check it out because it's. I think he has to like solve a crime or something. You they know brought how him I love back to life to solve yeah. a murder, right. Of someone, but it doesn't matter that much because he jumped to a new body. Yeah, I don't know. It's. I'll uh, probably watch like twenty minutes of the first episode and mm-hmm. then laugh and fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, other sci-fi things I saw. I started watching The Expanse. Um, it's a sci-fi show. Yeah, it's on Amazon. One of my friends tried to get me to watch it mm-hmm. i didn't make it very far it's hard sci-fi yeah it's all about space is dangerous like there's shit floating around out here like rocks and debris and you might get hit by one of those things like decompression is a real thing like you know like gravity has a weird effect on you it's very much about the science on, on the science fiction end of things I'm, and that's not really my thing totally understand. i feel that's not a lot of people's thing yeah certainly but like i like where it's coming from i feel there aren't many shows or movies that focus on that very heavily yeah um but yeah it's got some pretty cool actors in it, it got it has thomas jane um that's why i stopped watching it <laughs> <laughs> and it's coming back to me now because they got to his character and the lines and the acting was just so bad that I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I, I'm not a Thomas Jane, TJ, can't, I can't. This is where we split. I'm a big TJ supporter, uh, all right? You're very wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Oof. Like, I enjoy his work uh, of the early 2000s. Um, I appreciate that he's on the show. Um, he's not the only person on the show. Um, Sheree Agadushlu, who uh, most recently, I think, people have seen her in pu- the, uh, the Punisher on Netflix. Um, very deep sultry voiced um mm. woman mm-hmm. um for the middle east and she, yeah she's doing a great job on the show like she's like the main political figure on the show okay um and in uh, it is a show that certainly has mystery but it's nothing involving like you know aliens or a prophecy it's very mm. much politically based like Ugh. there's earth there's mars there are colonies and there's like you know the interplay between the two Ugh. and the difficulties that arise it's very much hard it's science and sci-fi. politics um yeah it's science and politics those are the two big things that. science politics racism like, oh god it's a lot of <laughs> the big three the, classic <laughs> the big, big three, three. but um I-, I think it does what good science fiction is supposed to do it's a mirror to the world that we live in today yeah. and it's supposed to like you know show the ills that I we don't face. want that mirror. I see that. <laughs> I don't need a mirror. People like the black mirror, you know? I also have not watched that because I think I would just get too depressed. I have not watched much of it. I've seen a lot less than people think I have. <laughs> <laughs> so many people just making wild assumptions about your TV. People do. <laughs> like, I do. So you've seen less episodes of Black Mirror, right? Anyway, like, <laughs> oh, I, I haven't. Hold on. 
<laughs> like you haven't seen Black Mirror? Like, no, I've not seen much. Uh, mm-hmm. I saw a man with a pig, and it was a very bad situation for him. Yeah, that's what I know. I didn't do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that's the Expanse was one thing that I started watching. Okay. Um, I watched part of um, me, 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 me. Tune it up, tune up, man. All right. <laughs> I watched. I told you. Oh, the purge. Oh, colon anarchy. Yes. Okay. Um. Uh. Frank. Frank Grillo. Mm-hmm. A great name. <laughs> it is a great name. He looks like his name. He. You know what? You're right. If there's ever Frank Grillo, he is it. Yeah. If he, if Frank Grillo looked like Michael Sarah, it'd be weird. <laughs> but he doesn't. He looks like Frank Grillo, and it's perfect. He's handsome. He's like a smaller version. Of, he's like a smaller version of John Hamm. Yeah. Got that hair. There's a certain handsome gruffness that I about like him. To just shove my fingers in. <laughs> um, he's tough. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's ever played someone who's not military. Or mm-hmm. some kind of law enforcement. Okay. Um, he's one of the only characters I liked because the half dozen people he's got trailing behind him are really fucking annoying. They are really dragging him down. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, at one point they're running. You, they're in like the subway track. Yeah, the subway part. Yeah. There's only one way you can go, mm-hmm. so you just have to fucking run. Mm-hmm. This woman falls down. And then she freezes. You have, like, guys on motorcycles with flamethrowers coming at you. Get your ass up and run. (laughs) Sorry, I panicked and froze. Like, what? You have just one thing to do. Just run. (laughs) And you fucked it up. And you almost got people killed. Yeah. Like, his his compatriots in that movie, they're trying from point A to point B. At times, it feels like the Warriors. But, like, the rest of the Warriors suck, except for this one Warrior. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Like, he's really like, we got to get through this tonight, people. All right. I have an appointment to kill a man. Yeah. So, please, (laughs) please, just get your shit together, guys. Um, I did see the whole, like, no, my friend has a car. Like, okay, yeah, I definitely know your friend doesn't have a car, but okay. Mm -hmm. Um... But I did like the when they get to the friend's apartment, all of a sudden the woman just is like, fuck this, and just starts yeah, killing people. shit gets crazy there. Yeah, which they make you think that it's going to be the guy in the fatigues who's going to lose his mind. Yeah. Because they keep panning to him. He's got weird looks on his face. He looks very untrustworthy. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it ends up being this woman, which there's not. Oh, I guess the only lead in, the only clue is she's like... You know, it's not the worst idea because some people, she like kind of supports the purge a little bit mm-hmm. and then she just goes for it. And I was like, ooh. Because like her husband was cheating on her or something like that, right? Uh, yeah, her, something to do, all she said, she started shooting, yeah, her sister and her sister's, was it her husband or her sister's Her husband. husband. Her husband. She was like, you guys lied to me, blah, 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 and then just starts popping. Yeah. Um. So I didn't see that coming. Um, but yeah, it was Omar was in it from the wire, which is great. Yeah, that was the most exciting part. <laughs> um, yeah, it it was okay. Okay. Um, however, you told me that the guys on the motorcycles were good guys. They are not good guys. Oh right, they were working for the guy, the main guy. Yes, Jason. I forgot about that. I'm thinking about. I'm, I'm conflating them. it with the third one. I think Ugh, they delivered them. 
to the uh, fancy people mm-hmm. to be part of the most dangerous game. I forgot about that bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. But just the way that what, movie starts. What number is the Purge in the series? The Purge is the first one. Purge Anarchy is the second, second one. Second one, okay. And Purge Election Day is the third second. one. I'm not going to lie. I would probably watch all of them. Election Day is currently on HBO. Is if you really? want to check it out, yeah. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> I probably will. Ah. Um, Grillo's back. Um, I like that um, the fucking guy he was going to kill actually helped him. As well he should have. Mm-hmm. Um, which I recognize that guy from something. I can't place his face right now. But I know I've seen him in something. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know he wasn't going to be able to kill him. It was, it was a little bit predictable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Eh. But it's interesting to see because that character changes again. He evolves. The new mm-hmm. things happen for him. Is he in the, the third first one? one? He's not in the first one. Oh, Ethan Hawke is in the first one. Oh, Ethan. He um, had a weird career too. It's... Also, I don't find him attractive. I don't know if many... People I do. feel like people do. <laughs> and that was like the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. But um, to me, Ethan I think Hawks, he just has a cool name. He, yeah, he has a pretty cool name. Yeah. But he has some good movies, you know, like uh, the Before Sunrise series um, is really solid. Um, Training Day. Training Day. Top of the Mountain. Yeah. Um, and of course, one of my favorites, Gattaca. He's in that. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, like he's got like a solid career, I mm. think. Um. But lately, I don't know, the last couple of years, I don't know, not, he, it felt like he hasn't done much. He's in The Magnificent Seven, I believe. Um, was <laughs> I the most the recent big thing. That. Was that good? I mean, no. <laughs> I, it was, it was, I still, it's exactly what you would expect it to be. Okay. It's not any better. It's not any worse. It. You can look at that cast and look at the poster for it and be like i think i know what this is gonna be <laughs> okay and that is what it is all right okay chris pratt is chris pratt on a horse mm-hmm. with some guns mm-hmm. uh yeah it's you know whatever okay i forgot that the hawk was even in it if there was <laughs> anything about it Ooh. um i guess like the most the two things the last two things i've seen like most recently uh blade and blade 2 talked about them mm-hmm. a little bit earlier i think Never um seen them. blade is so fucking cool the first one is so good like i i remember just i hadn't seen it in a while then last mm-hmm. time i saw it was a couple of years ago i was like yeah it was just as good as i remember i don't know if it was a setting that i was seeing it in i saw it in a room full of people that were there to see blade that helps like yeah. it wasn't like i don't know what this movie was about like no people were there because they were like fans of the palpable movie palpable enthusiasm yeah. yeah so like when certain things happened like the crowd was like yeah like laughing like behind it just That's like awesome very excited for it um what I realized, I guess, what I guess I didn't, the movie's now 20 years old. came out in 1998. Now it's oh, 2018. Um, but what I didn't realize is that, like, that everyone's... my bones hurt. <laughs> no. the, what I didn't realize, the movie is instant osteoporosis. Um, also, <laughs> um, also, that everyone's on full fucking cylinders in this movie. Like, Aside from Wesley Snipes, who's in it? Um, Steven Dorff. Um, Steven Dorf. Yeah. What's that man been up to? I don't know. Like just, just getting drunk on a beach in Malibu, I'm assuming. Probably or killing it on the straight to video releases, perhaps. Oh, maybe. Um I don't really know what he's up to, but he's on fucking fire in that movie. Donald Logue, who plays like his second banana. 
Um, I know that name. Everyone does. This is a good example of a character actor. Oh, yeah. He was on that show, Grinding for Life, that, that which was his show for oh, a long time. Uh, red-haired dude. Um, oh, yes. Yes, he was on oh, Terriers. He's on Gotham for, I thought now. you said Grinder for Life. And I was like, what is <laughs> Sandwiches that? for life, bro. <laughs> Hoagies all day. Grinders for life. <laughs> Four is the number four. Life is spelled with a Y for whatever reason. Yes, grinders for life. Or it's about skateboarders. Uh, I have no idea what you're saying. Okay, grounded for life. Yes, I know exactly who you're talking about. Excuse me. Yes, but um, he is fantastic for in it as like his sycophant like best friend, the, the main bad guy's he's best friend. He's good at being kind of a creep. Yes, he's a and creep scary. in this. Yeah. Yeah. He's not scary as much as he is funny in this. Oh, okay. It's he like, can also do funny. Yes, yeah. he's a very funny part of this movie. I've everything I've seen him in. Yes. I've liked him in everything I've seen him in. Yes, and he's a great addition to this movie, too. Nice. Um, Chris Chris Christopherson is in it, who I think people mainly know as a musician, but also has a lengthy acting career as well. Oh. Um, he's I in didn't it, know that. And he's awesome. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, And I think the movie's like super positive to, like, you know, all characters that are in it, like the the female lead, um, Nabuche Wright plays the main character. Like she's a hematologist that knows her shit, can really help Blade out in the sense of like, hey, mm-hmm. I study blood, like I can help you in this in your fight. And also like, no 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 no, I can take care of myself. I want to shoot this dude in the face, not because anyone told me to, because I knew I need to do this to live. Like nice. she fights off like you know the people that are trying to attack her like on her own like mm-hmm. she. Like, she's there. Blade does save her at first, yes. But she grows into her own defender. Cool. Which is, like, really nice. Um, the fighting is great. Chris still still stands up, still holds up really well. The CG is 1998 CG quality. <laughs> um, that's, like, the weakest part of it. But it's not bad. It's like, oh, this is just of the time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's a really tight movie and so much tighter than I remember it being. Okay. Like, it, everything happens very quickly, like... We don't take a lot of time setting up the lore of the world. Like, no, 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 no. We're in it. I'm cool with that, yeah. Yeah, like, um, and looking at it visually, it feels like The Matrix cribbed a little bit from this movie. Oh. Um, in the look of things, mm-hmm. in the presentation of, like, things like bullet time. But oh. my timeline of it is off because the movie was released in 1998. The Matrix came out in 1999. There, was, there wouldn't be enough time yeah. to, maybe, maybe there wouldn't be enough time to, you know, take but- some visual elements and put them in their movie as well if that technology was presented to both parties exactly at the same time, yeah then. if you had similar people working on two films yeah it's certainly possible that you know that could happen like, and yeah it's there's some fun similarities between the two movies as far as like you know presenting images at least the visual style of the movie was blade 2 as good as blade 1 um no blade 2 is not as good as blade 1 um and that's no you know detriment to anyone that was in the movie or the director of the movie um same people in blade 2 same not it changes a little bit you mm-hmm. have a baby norman reedus a young norman reedus <gasps> in the movie oh is his hair still sp- oh he looks pretty much the same just like just almost adhered to his head it's yes so slick and <laughs> oily slick oily and greasy yeah um he plays oh. like blade's tech guy his eyes always look half open yep like he just rolled out of bed mm-hmm just roll out of bed or just roll one up. Like, yeah. your choice. Um, but he drops a southern accent and replaces for a young urban accent. Oh, oh no. Um, urban as in, like, offensive? No. Oh, just okay. like, I'm a guy from 2003. Oh, um, 
it's yeah. It, but that aside, like it's it's fun. Like it's okay. not bad. I think like the, the weakest part of that movie again is CG. There's an yeah. extended CG fight that occurs early in the movie, and it just feels like this is gross looking. Oh. Like the character models are off. Like you know the movement of it is like very weird and rubbery mm. it's just that it really does take you out of the movie oh, no. okay. um but that aside you have great performances from ron perlman you have great performances from Ooh. wesley snipes chris christopherson again um you have uh, a few new characters in it as well and chris christopherson is the bassist or drummer he is a singer singer and guitarist who am i thinking of i think i think of chris cornell chris cooper i'm not I sure okay keep talking um but yeah um i think the movie gets taken away in its secondary character, the in the antagonist of the film. They very much like get wrapped up in him and mm-hmm. his motivation and all that stuff. But really, I think your money is on Blade. Like, focus more on him and what he wants, and I think the movie would be like tighter and more fun to watch. Okay. Um, but that being said, not a bad movie. Still a lot of fun. Again, you see that Guillermo del Toro like touch of like you know detail and, and quality to things. Like you know trying to bring you into this secret hidden world that's like right under, underneath your noses, mm-hmm. um, where the the move, the first movie, I think, was more about like you know, uh, this outsider coming to terms with his humanity. This is more about him like getting more in touch with his vampire side. Like okay. the main character, Blade, of course, is like half vampire, half human. Okay, he can. He they call him the Daywalker. Oh um, it's yeah. So it's it's interesting and having like you know a black character play a vampire. It adds this other level of, like being outside the outside. That he makes doesn't sense. fit in anywhere. Are there? Is it mostly white people otherwise? Yes. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting, like, having him be this, like, well, I don't really fit in anywhere. Mm. But, like, he doesn't express that strife openly. It's right. like, he's the coolest motherfucker on the block. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, you know, you see his struggle to, like, well, it'd be cool to fit in somewhere. The only person I really have is this old man, Chris Christopherson. He's too cool for taxes. <laughs> too cool for taxes. But um, but yeah, that was the thing I saw most recently. Um, really enjoyed it. Uh, I'll nice also go back and bill. watch them. Um, yeah, if you have the time, check them out. Like they're they're good. They're okay. good. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it for the things that I've seen. Um, yeah. So I uh didn't watch Creed because <laughs> <laughs> I forgot uh-huh. what I was supposed to be watching because I didn't write it down, and then it was too late. <laughs> and I'm a terrible person. Okay. I did, however, watch a ton of Midsummer Murders, which is what you were supposed to watch. I did watch the first episode. Um, it's such a dumb show. Now it's people are so catty to each other in that show. Oh, like, people are always just nosy and backstabbing. People all, undercutting the shit out of people. They, uh, yeah, that's is, all that show is. It's so great. much suburban shade happening. Yes, with, like women over the age of fifty. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I can certainly see the appeal. Like, you know, this is like, hey, this is like a show for like, you know, old. I can certainly see this being remade in America on Lifetime. Oh, because the main audience is either older women or 31-year-old Asian women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, British <laughs> crime dramas. <laughs> <laughs> like, because like the... the I think the presentation of it isn't so much like a Law and Order grit, like you know. No, it's very like the opening like theme is very like duh, duh, duh. yes. And there's usually a woman riding a bicycle with a basket on a small lane in a sleepy English village, and it, it's just charming. It reminds me a lot of Murder She Wrote or like the Father Downey mysteries. And these are t- this I watched these a lot when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen them. So it's 
it's a little bit different because those are two non-detectives solving crimes. This right. is like, you know, actually centered around a detective solving crimes in this county where bad shit seems to happen a lot. All the time. <laughs> but like the pace of those two shows and this, it's more like very leisurely because every episode isn't like an an hour and a half. Yeah. Like They're we're going really to figure long. it out. Like, you know, what, yeah. the, what the mystery is, you know, but it's really about like the dramas of the, of their lives. Oh yeah. Great. <laughs> like, of like our main character, like he's going through a divorce or something like that. Or like, well, his daughter had some issue going on. I think in the episode that Cully? I was watching. Yes. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> but, um, it is, yes, it's, we're going to solve the crime, but also like, what's the relationship between these characters and how, why do they hate each other? And like, what's, who are we going to like have pop up as like, you know, a red herring bad guy? There's like, so much town gossip. There's so much town gossip. Who doesn't love gossip? Like, and you're thinking like, well, maybe she did it because she obviously hated her. Mm-hmm. And like, you're thinking, well, this person that like reported it, like, you know, why were they there? Mm-hmm. It's, it's fun in that way. Yeah. But it doesn't, it, it doesn't ask a lot of you like, you know, you got to pay attention. No, like, you know, not at it's all. Like, no, 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 no. Chill out. Like, because they're going to sum it all up in the end. Yes. Like, this person did it with this <laughs> mm-hmm. at this time because with this, this person yeah. because of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, all right. <laughs> it's, it's the most relaxing crime show you'll ever watch. Yes. It's very much like, well, I'll have another. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's happening next? Here's a crazy thing. Mm-hmm. So, there are, I think, 19 seasons on mm-hmm. Netflix. Um, and after, I don't know how many seasons he was on there, but John Nettles, the main detective, mm-hmm. uh, Detective Chief, Chief Inspector Barnaby. He, Detective, the, sorry, just to say this. DCI Barnaby. When they first introduced him, or like the first one first says his name, she's like, "Oh, Detective Barnaby!" <laughs> just stretching the A as much as she could, and it's like, "What is?" <laughs> um. So after I don't even know, at least a dozen seasons, mm-hmm. he find I've watched literally like almost every episode just in order almost 20 years yeah. <laughs> so, um, so he retires and so they bring in a new detective chief inspector barnaby is he the same it's his cousin they awesome. introduce him in like a couple of episodes before and then they bring him on he's moved to midsummer and now he's the new dci barnaby it's like changing doctors and doctor i Who. know it's so great but he's a very different character i'm not sure that i necessarily like him is he like a hard city cop punch people in the face no he's um he's kind of just more of an an asshole okay <laughs> um whereas barnaby no matter what he's also he's always polite even when people are assholes to him he'll just smile and kind of take it mm-hmm. um this guy is a little more like I'm smarter than you. I, I don't know. I don't necessarily love his attitude. Like you rural rubes have nothing on me. No, because okay. he didn't come from like a big city. Okay. He came from Brighton. <laughs> I'm like he's coming from <laughs> New York City. Um, <laughs> but. For some he's reason, just, I keep thinking hot fuzz in my mind. Oh yeah, no, he's just a little, a little smarmier, and I didn't expect it. But like, he's a a good guy. Okay. Um, but just with a bit of a tood. Yes. Oh, and there's a new, but it's been for many seasons. And oh, I can't remember there. Who's the sidekick in Barnaby's little sidekick guy? Ah, uh, I forget. I honestly they have, have they replaced about. him also, but that was a couple seasons ago. Okay. Um, and he's I like him. He's great. Um, 
and he's always trying to like find a girlfriend so he flirts with some ladies <laughs> here and there um but however there is a marked change at some point because you know it has that british television look of being just like a little um a little hazy it's not like the pictures yeah. and crisp you know what i mean um, There's a reason for that based on like television resolution and the way things were broadcast. Oh, interesting. But that's a story for another time. Okay. <laughs> um, so it has that look and then it changes a bit more mm-hmm. recently. And also, I don't know what happened. They started showing titties, Jason. What? Yes. <laughs> oh, I was like, what? wait, what? Like, there's one episode where there's, like, a naked model, and her boobies are just out, and I was like, wait, what? what? And then another one with her uh, at a spa, and this woman is laying there with, like, the cucumbers on her eyes and, like, a mud, she's got, like, mud all over Mm -hmm. her, like, spa mud, and her tits are just out there, and Barnaby is just talking to her because he thinks it's his wife, but no... Different set of titties. Barney, you don't you don't know you don't really watch movies. Uh, it made me so uncomfortable. I have to imagine it was some producer or some shift in like management on the show. Like we need a young demographic in here. Honest now. to God, like it was. It's bananas. Also, they show um, John Nettles, the original uh, Barnaby. Um, they show him in his pajamas more, uh-huh. and he always has like a pajama set. Uh-huh. And that buttons up, and the buttons are very low. <laughs> like it doesn't start but being buttoned until like midsection, because they want to like show off some more of his chest. He's like a fifty-year-old man. I know, <laughs> but he's like women really liked him over there. They they know what they're doing. <laughs> it's hilarious and also very uncomfortable. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, what is happening right now? Um, and also, I think the deaths become, like, a little more violent. They show them a bit more. Okay. Um, whereas usually you just, if someone's getting, like, hit with a hammer in the head, you'll just see, like, the hammer being raised in the air, and then it mm. goes down, but you never actually see anything. Right. They're becoming a little bit more, like... Um, graphic in the, the deaths? Or just... In a very, yeah. Graphic, but still pretty. Okay. It's not the strain, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Though if the strain came to Midsummer, oh boy, that'd be <laughs> so fun. Barnaby wouldn't know what to do with himself. That psychology degree is not going to help you, bud. <laughs> Can it help you chop a vampire's head off? Because <laughs> if it can, you need to get out of here, all right? Um, also, a couple, two incest storylines within like a dozen episodes. Why? I don't know. I was just like, is this going to be incest also? And it was. And I was just like, you got to be kidding me. Who's writing these incestuous storylines? Midsummer Murders, The Incest Files. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it's been it's been real crazy recently. Okay. Poof, starting at like season 14 or whatever I'm on. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know what's in store for me in the future. I can't wait to find out. Mm-mm. I okay. Well, I there are more things I need to watch. Like this Bake Off, I've been watching more of. Nice. Um, and I'm learning more about the split with like Hollywood and like you know the rest of the hosts on the show and all that stuff. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. With Mary Berry and mm-hmm. Sue Perkins and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and also it's funny. I heard other people talking about like why is his last name Hollywood? Is that a fake name? And no. I was able to educate them. Well, he's just British. Yeah. That's if all you it think is. about it, Hollywood is like a very british like the hollywood tree yeah like holly comma wood yeah 
not that there's a comma there, but you know. But yeah, yeah. If you, <laughs> if, if you take Hollywood, our knowledge of Hollywood out mm-hmm. of it, like or our context, like mm-hmm. yeah, it sounds like a very British name. Absolutely does. Yeah. But I was able to educate them thanks to you and thanks to watching. Well, you know, <laughs> the bake off. The only skills I have is <laughs> vague knowledge of television. <laughs> That's all I can bring to the table, really. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm saddened that you didn't watch Creed. I'm sorry. It's I just fine. Could, it's a I busy could world. not remember for the life of me what you told me to watch. And to be fair, neither could you. Neither could I. <laughs> like I was sitting like, what? Um, <laughs> dude, you know what I, you know what I like. <laughs> I could not remember until like two days. Like, wait, wait, wait. I got it. I got it. It's Creed. But you're already on your way over here to record. Yeah. And like it was too late. I think you told me this morning. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's fine. Um, But I would like you to watch it though. I will watch it. Yeah. Like, would you, for the next time that we meet and talk. Would yes. You, I will watch Creed. Do you want something else to watch as well? Or do you just do you want to stick with that? And you stick your guns on this? Um, depends on what you're going to tell me to watch. Um, a movie in a similar vein, I guess. Uh, oh, boy. The Karate Kid, if you haven't seen it. I've seen The Karate Kid. Okay. I mean, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I, that's one of those movies that, uh, for, I guess, understandably so, kind of resonates with guys who are younger mm-hmm. when they saw that movie. Because, like, oh, if you're feeling like an outcast and mm-hmm. your life at school isn't great, like, you can totally relate to this kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm no, I'm good. <laughs> Maybe because I actually did taekwondo. Because <laughs> um, it's a formula that, that gets repeated in a lot of popular movies. Mm-hmm. Um, in the sense of, hey, new kid in town, new kid doesn't fit in. New mm-hmm. kid like has to learn a skill in order to fit in mm-hmm. with these people that are like kind of like bullying him or like to like earn their respect or something like that. Just describe like every Disney Channel movie made every Disney between Channel like nineteen ninety eight and two thousand five, down to things like freaking Point Break or fucking Fast and Furious. Like they all kind of fall in the same vein as this one thing that mm-hmm. you don't really think about. But I, it's a classic story. It's a classic of. story. Yeah, like yes, a person has to like you know overcome their enemy by becoming better than their enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It just came to mind. It was something like, you know what? I haven't seen this in a long ass time. I'd like to watch this. And it just came up in my mind. That was all. Um, it just makes me think of, uh, Community, mm-hmm. where Jason Manzoukix comes in because he's never far from my thoughts. <laughs> um, and directs the Karate Kid play. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, so great. <laughs> um, I'm going to write down Creed. Do you have mm-hmm. a pen? Because otherwise, I am not going to remember this. I do have a pen. I will give you a pen. Give okay. me one second here. This That's shouldn't... right. We can do it after. Yeah. I'll try to remember this pen. <laughs> um, however, next time, it's going to be slightly different because you're going to come over and we're going to watch Geostorm. Geostorm. And we're going to talk about it as it plays because it's so good. It's so great. I'm so excited. The sacrifice that I made of renting it and then just not watching it because you said you wanted to watch it with me. <laughs> I I wasted $6. I I'm okay with that because it'll be worth it. I'm so excited. Uh, our friend Jerry, sadly, you know, he won't be able to make it to the recording. You know, we asked oh, him. He's just Jerry. very busy. Making some other mediocre film. He's got a lot to do. Jerry's got to put food on the table, all right? Well, Den of Thieves is coming out. It's out. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I missed the parade, apparently. (laughs) Did you get the text from Jerry? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Sorry, Jerry. (laughs) I couldn't make it, but, you know, Gerard. You put on like 20 of these a year. I'll be on one. Don't worry. He does. (laughs) London has fallen three. Just waiting for that one around the corner. Which I hear... London has fallen 
isn't bad. I heard that too. I uh, think it's on HBO or something right now. It's out there. It's it's available to a lot of people to watch right now. Mm-hmm. Olympus has fallen. I you know what? I watched that back to back with um White House Down because <laughs> they made the same movie they, at the same time. <laughs> it's happens. Got, it was uh, so often a prestige situation. Pre- prestige. The prestige and what was the, the Illusionist other? with uh, Edward Norton because those yes. came out like a, the they exact same time. It's, yeah. Um, Prestige syndrome. Yes, or an Armageddon uh, deep impact syndrome, yes. or an which... ants bugs life syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which did you prefer? Oh, White House Down by far, because it didn't okay. take itself seriously. I started to watch that because, of course, Jerry's in it. What am I not going to support his career? Mm-hmm. Um, but the level of, uh, <laughs> I guess, I shouldn't have been surprised, but like real hardcore violence where they really are showing everything mm-hmm. i was not expecting i thought it was just gonna be like a quick you know you shoot him you see like a little blood and the guy goes ah and falls to the ground mm-hmm. but it was much more like oh no i'm gonna shoot you in the fucking face and we're <laughs> gonna show it and i was like oh no jerry and i had to turn it off <laughs> i couldn't deal with it it was too much it's like if you had to compare them to like other movies if it feels like olympus has fallen was die hard one while uh, White House is Down was Die Hard with a Vengeance. Like, we have two uh, characters, like, you know, one's, like, good at this stuff, the other one's not so good at this stuff, and, like, we're getting into hijinks, and there's, like, humor throughout okay. uh, White House Down, while Olympus is Fallen is, like, very self-serious, which is fine. I just preferred uh, White House Down more. Okay. Um, But I gotta watch London's Fallen. I gotta watch. We have... We are going to watch... We're gonna watch... Geostorm. I'm sure I'll watch A Den of Thieves when it inevitably comes out. Of course. Out. And then there's some other... Um, natural disaster movie that's coming out too, but I forgot what it was. Skyscraper with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. No, but that is also coming out. Rampage with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> <gasps> Rampage, that's what it is. I'm very excited for that too. I I'm excited uh, for it because I'm a fan of video games and what is oh, my their video games? Yeah, from the Rampage series, it has been going on since like eighty something. Oh boy, eighty five, I think. Um. One of my best spring breaks was when I was, this is sad, when I was 12 years old, I had a week off from school, I remember going to Blockbuster and renting Rampage World Tour and just having three days, just like, this is amazing! <laughs> it's not amazing, it's a really basic-ass game, you break buildings down with your monster Ooh. of your choice, you either become like a lizard named Lizzie, a, uh, an ape named Harry, I think, or like a wolf. And Which you, did you pick? I think I picked uh, the lizard. Okay. And I you, gone with the wolf. you you you're 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 breaking down a city on a two D like plane or whatever. You're mm. eating people. You're destroying tanks. That sounds great. You create enough damage and you go to the next town. Nice. You, you ruin that town, and it's like kind of fun. And yeah. It's like real simple. And it's just like it wasn't a really enjoyable time. And I don't know, being younger, fun came a lot more easily. Oh yeah. <laughs> but, I'm um, excited for it. I it looks. I'm like fine. Sure. It's got a giant wolf dog. A giant I'm, wolf dog. That's all you need to tell me. Giant ape. And there'll be a giant lizard, I'm, I'm sure. I'm not a big fan of monkeys. Um, so well, it's an ape, so that's not a monkey. Okay, right. yeah, I know. <laughs> I watch Discovery. Shut up. Uh, but just <laughs> in general, not a fan. Mm-hmm. But I'm very excited for this movie. It, we should go and see that. I'm not against that. Like, it looks like it'll be just fine. Like, hey, it's summer in summer starts in april now i guess <laughs> so <laughs> i'll be there watching that and then what was the other oh skyscraper yeah which i just watched and now i've forgotten already 
Oh, My memory's real bad. The premise of it? Yeah. The Rock's a security agent in this the world's tallest building. That's right. But he's also missing a leg. So how is that going to play into it? <laughs> what is the bet that at some point when he's running around and jumping from a crane to a building... The, the being able to kind of like sacrifice the fake leg saves him. Either that, or someone's gonna like try and attack him. They're gonna like rip off his legs and be like, "What?" Yeah, they're gonna try to like bash his knee or something. Mm-hmm. Jokes on you! I don't have a bottom half of my leg. Mm-hmm. Or like yeah. shoot him in or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, shoot his kneecap. And it goes like right into like the metal. Yeah, you just hear a ping, and then guy goes. They cut to that guy's face who shot him. He looks confused, and they. Sh- sh- shoot over to the mm-hmm. rock's face and he just sm- smurfs and then he punches the guy in the face and kills him <laughs> that's has to that happen that 100% is going to happen oh I can't wait like Vegas wouldn't take that bet because they know what's going to happen <laughs> <laughs> can't wait <laughs> I still haven't seen Jumanji which I genuinely wanted to see I haven't seen it I've heard nothing but like positive things about it like people seem to like Jumanji I'm sure it'll be really funny yeah Kevin it, Hart's funny. Rock and Kevin Hart, great. It's doing well. Like it's it's the first movie like since like uh, in a long time to be number one in February after premiering in December. Oh wow! Yeah, it 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 was not number one for like a week or two, then it came back to being number one. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's doing well. Nice. Yeah, I have to go see it. I would like to see that as well. Yeah. Um. All right. So next week or no next episode, mm-hmm. Chia Storm. Geostorm, the Geostorm, <laughs> spectacular. Oh, it's all been leading to this. <laughs> <laughs> it really has, though, in my life. <laughs> I've been counting down the days until it's rentable. <laughs> oh, man. Ugh. For real, though. <laughs> I really have. Uh, okay, cool. All right, so join us next time. We'll be talking about Geostorm. We'll be watching Geostorm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may even be able to use it as a commentary track or something. Who knows? <laughs> but uh, yeah, we will see y'all next time. Bye. Thanks for listening.